Welcome back to Fireside Chats. Nope. Welcome back to Chats in the Living Room. I'm your host, Andrew Prisio, and today I'm joined by... Dominic Smith. Danielle Tanagola. Marissa Papa. And Tim Sievers. Uh, this is definitely the first time and only time I've told this story, and I'm really glad I could share it with you guys today. Definitely the only time. I'm really excited. Yep, I'm, I'm glad. I'm you guys, this is this is a real doozy. I'm sure you have nothing. You're a storyteller. You really are. And all right. Okay. We'll keep going. You have a lovely living room. Today we're gonna talk about uh, the first America's first serial killer. His name was Herman Webster Mudgett, better known as H. H. Holmes. Uh-huh. He was. Born in May 16, 1861, in a small, small village in the unknown area of. Oh. New Hampshire. <laughs> Very unknown. You, you can't see, but so it's. So unknown I, that I forgot it and then just remembered his it. His eyes just went blank and drool started coming out. Yeah, it was bad. Okay. I need my. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, born into an affluent, affluent family, Holmes enjoyed a privileged childhood, and he was said to be unusually intelligent at a very early age. A little too intelligent, as he was uh, expressed interest in uh, medicine, and uh, apparently he loved to perform surgery uh, on animals, you know, just to practice up Always a bit. Always a good oh, casual. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's just, yeah, 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 it's fun. <clears throat> Holmes' life of crime, though, began with just various frauds and scams. He didn't start off with a murder. You, you gotta build your way up, you know? Yes. As a medical student at the University of Michigan, he stole corpses and used them to make false insurance claims. You know, just make a little, oh. <laughs> little money, money, money. Uh, Holmes may have used these, boss, these bodies also in experiments to, you know, work on his torture techniques. It's like, how can I uh, inflict the most pain? How can I kill people even better when they're already dead? I kill them deader. <laughs> I want them to be the deadest. All right, all right, all right. Uh, okay, let's get to the fun part. Murder Castle. In 1885, he moved into Chicago, Illinois, where he found work at a pharmacy. And he used his now infamous uh, alias, Dr. Henry H. Holmes. Uh, he eventually took over the business because uh, it's thought that he actually just murdered the other owner and just took it from him. That's pretty it was a three-story building that was uh, that was first to be a hotel, and then he started to add on some very interesting uh, additions to it. Mm -hmm. uh, some of it being upper floors that contained uh, torture uh, tools. Nice. Some of the rooms had no doors. Uh, some of the doors that led to places actually didn't lead to anywhere, and just brick walls. Uh, there were multiple passageways that just led back to the same place. There were about five chimneys that just sticked out in various parts of the hotel, and there were multiple huge uh, fire uh, shoots. Well, it case, sounds nah. like this kiddo doubled as an interior designer. Yeah. He did. He it's, a, it's in case if, <clears> I, were to, <throat> if I were to run around this mansion, would I be able to achieve Scooby-Doo-like um, roots? Oh, for sure, for oh, sure. And not only that, perfect. he was like one of those guys that would totally chase you behind. We have that one scene where it's like down the hallway, and you're like, ooh, and then you guys meet each other in the middle, and like, ooh. Yeah. And, then you, and then you open a door that opens to a wall. All right, all right. Let's talk about some of the schemes, or schemes as the kids now say it. <laughs> Holmes left Chicago shortly after uh, the world started to catch on to his dastardliness. Uh, but one of, his, one of his plans in Chicago was with a man named Benjamin Pitzel, in which Pitzel would fake his death to collect $10,000 from a life insurance company. Uh, he was actually jailed at one point for another fraud, uh, 
But what was interesting about this Benjamin Pitzel and H.H. Uh, Hope's tag team was yeah. that uh, he just actually chloroformed uh, Benjamin Pitzel and then murdered him. Sick. And just that, took the money for himself. That's really rough, rough when you're trying to fake your death and then you die. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. Yeah, that's and when the person rough. you're working with actually is like, yo, I'll pretend kill you and then actually kills you. Like Daniel. Uh, oh. After Holmes killed Petzl, though, it continues on. Uh, after telling the widow of Petzl that her husband was still alive and in hiding, convinced her to let him travel with their f- three of her five children who also became his victims. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He was a great guy. Uh, so so let's talk about now the, the cops were really on him. After several mm-hmm. weeks of outrunning authorities, Holmes was finally apprehended in, 19, or in November 1894. During his time in custody, he gave numerous stories to police, once admitting to killing 27 people. Convicted of 1895, Holmes appealed in his case, but lost. So how many people did he actually kill? Well, that's kind of hard to figure out. The estimated total numbers of people that Holmes killed can range from 20 to as many as 200. That's a large gap. That's, yeah, uh, yeah that's, uh, that's, that's a pretty big. Huge margin of error. Just tack on a zero. I mean, <clears throat> eh. <laughs> 20, 200, what's the real difference? You know what I'm saying? 180. I mean, if we count the kids, it's like half. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess kids are like half a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like 100 people. Uh, he was convicted of some of these murders and maybe some of them not. Finally, he died on May 7th, 1896, where he was hanged for Pitzel's murder and was buried in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Interestingly enough, he wanted to be buried in concrete so his body was, prefer- was preserved. How how well does it preserve the yeah. body? Apparently, really well because they went and go check. They like went to his body, checked it, and to see if like the because it was thought that he also was the uh, Jack the Ripper. Because in a diary that they found, mm-hmm. uh, uh, apparently he had a love of killing prostitutes when he used to live in London. Oh, oh. but no one knows if he actually ever lived in London. So wild. He was a bit of a liar. So, like, if we talked. went and dug him up now, would he be all gooey? I think they, just already, be I think they already dug him up. Because uh, they went and did DNA on him and, like, okay, he's not Jack the Ripper. No, he's already goo. Oh, yeah. Sure. So, yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us, uh, our podcast. Does anyone else have anything to add? Just the lovely living room you have it here. Really it's I don't know why, though, but, like, every single thing is It's like if a dentist Except I'm not, except I'm not.